You are listening to the Less Drama, More Mama podcast, episode 82, The Importance of Negative Emotions. This is Less Drama, More Mama, the podcast for moms who want to feel calm, in control, and confident about how to handle anything life throws their way. You're ready to go from feeling frazzled and disrespected to feeling calm and connected. This is the podcast for you. I'm your host, Pam Howard. Hello, Mama, and happy March. I don't know whether you're feeling this way in your family, but working at a school, I have found that March can be a particularly challenging month for kids because there aren't a lot of holidays or days off and the work second semester usually gets a bit more demanding. Also, many kids have become so comfortable with their teachers and peers that they start testing the limits a bit more, or they lose their motivation to do well. Is that happening for your kids? Sometimes you just need to do a reset or a review of your expectations for them and have a conversation to evaluate what's working or not working and what you and they could be doing differently or better in the future. You could even do like a weekly check-in with your kids about how they're feeling about school or how they feel about the way they're spending their time after school and on the weekends, just so you're having conversations and being intentional about your decisions and letting your kids be a part of those conversations so that they feel heard and acknowledged and that their feelings are considered when you make family decisions. So I chose today's topic because I had a few really interesting interactions with students last week. One student came to me because he's struggling with anxiety and also some resentment toward his parents. He told me that he did a search on the internet for how to not feel any emotions. And I found this fascinating. And my immediate response was, why would you want to do that? Now, of course, I knew exactly why he would want to do that, because he has a human brain, which was designed to avoid pain and seek pleasure. But it was such a good opportunity for me to teach him about the brain and about why emotions play such an important role in our lives that we wouldn't ever want to get rid of them, even the so-called negative ones that cause us to feel pain. Another student told me about his addiction to video games. He used the word addiction, not me. I explained to him that usually when people have an addiction, it's because they're trying to escape their negative emotions. And so again, I had this conversation about emotions and why they're important. And finally, I did a lesson in the fourth grade and talked with them about the 50-50 concept I shared in episode nine, that the human experience is made up of roughly 50% positive emotions and 50% negative emotions. So because this topic of emotions and particularly negative emotions came up so many times, I knew I had to talk about it here. It's like, I get these little messages from the universe telling me what you need to hear. What I told the kids is that emotions are just vibrations in their bodies caused by their thoughts and that these vibrations are completely harmless. What I mean when I say that is that every emotion has a collection of physical responses in the body. So for example, what you call anger may be 
a warmth and redness in your cheeks, uh, increased heart rate, and clenched fists and jaw muscles. It feels tight and uncomfortable, but those vibrations themselves are harmless. Then I explained the difference between physical sensations like hunger, thirst, and fatigue, and emotions like anger, sadness, and boredom. The way I learned to differentiate between the two is that sensations start in the body and travel to the brain, and emotions start in the brain and travel to the body. So when you have a physical sensation like hunger, you don't immediately think, oh my gosh, something's wrong. I shouldn't feel this way. You don't pretend you don't feel hungry or try not to feel hungry. You know that hunger is completely normal and you know why it's there because you haven't eaten in a few hours. While that sensation of hunger may not feel great, you generally don't freak out about it. You can allow the feeling of hunger to be there until you're able to solve for it by eating something. So why do people try to resist or avoid feeling their emotions? Just like sensations, emotions can feel uncomfortable in the body, and you can allow them to be there until you solve for them by becoming aware of the thoughts causing them. The moment you become aware of the fact that you're causing your own emotions with your thinking, you get a little bit of relief. And by the way, when I talk about allowing emotions, That's not the same as reacting to them. So if you don't know the difference, you don't understand the difference, I recommend you go back and listen to episode 11 on how to feel a feeling. I think that as parents, we need to understand for ourselves first and then teach our kids that we're supposed to feel negative emotions. First, negative emotions make positive emotions possible. You wouldn't know joy without knowing sadness. You wouldn't know calmness without anger or excitement without boredom. And if you only felt positive emotions all of the time, you wouldn't even know that you were experiencing positive emotions because you wouldn't have the contrast of the negative ones. The reason love and connection feel so amazing is because you know what rejection and loneliness and disconnection feel like. Second, negative emotions let you know what you don't want so you can discover what you do want and then take the necessary actions to bring about those results. For example, if guilt is telling you that you don't want to spend so much time on your devices while the kids are awake, you'll take action to make sure that your notifications are turned off and that you put your phone away until the kids are in bed. So the better you get at processing negative emotions rather than trying to resist or avoid them, the more authority you'll have over them and the more positive you'll feel. There's a difference between emotional pain, which is inevitable, and emotional suffering, which is optional. When you think that emotional pain is bad and shouldn't exist, you'll try to escape or resist it and you make the pain worse. That's what I mean by emotional suffering. Your thoughts about your pain can cause you to suffer. When you notice that you or your child are experiencing a negative emotion, I want you to name it out loud. This is disappointment. This is frustration. This is fear. You don't need to make it go away. 
You just need to identify it and then try to understand it without judgment. And that's really important because the point of the 50-50 concept isn't to judge yourself or your kids and say, oh, stop your whining. Life is 50-50, so just get over it. The point is to understand that the full range of emotions is a normal part of the human experience and that you don't have to get over it. I really want you to understand these concepts in your own life before you teach them to your kids or expect them to understand. They'll learn more from watching you set the example than if they just listen to you talk. You want to be able to walk your talk and show them what's possible. And guess what? I can help you do that by showing you what's possible. If you'd like to apply these concepts to your own life and start being that role model for your kids, get yourself over to lessdramamoremama.com forward slash mini and sign up for a free mini session with me. In 30 minutes, I'll show you what's possible for your life through coaching. And if you're finding this podcast helpful, I'd really appreciate it if you'd share it with at least one friend this week. The more moms who have access to these tools and ideas, the better they'll feel and the better their kids will feel. Just think, you could be the person who helps a mom get out of feeling stuck and helpless and overwhelmed with parenting just by sharing this information with her. And don't assume that people know how to listen to a podcast. Just last week, I told someone that I had a podcast and she was like, how do I even find that on my phone? <laughs> I had to walk her through the steps and she's in her 40s like me. She just never learned. Okay, mama, pay attention to your emotions this week, both positive and negative, and practice allowing them and finding the thoughts causing them. I'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Less Drama, More Mama podcast. If you like this episode, please take a moment to write a quick review on iTunes and make sure you subscribe too so you never miss a show. Got a question, comment, or idea for an upcoming episode? Email me at pam at lessdramamoremama.com.